loaded bases. But first, got to give a shout out to Dugout Mugs. If you've ever wanted to drink out of a end of a baseball bat, Dugout Mugs the place to go. Go check out dugoutmugs.com slash loaded. That is dugoutmugs.com slash loaded for 30% off. 30% off. And I can guarantee you that I absolutely love my dugout mug and I use it all the time. So dugout mugs, check them out. And also thank you so much. Enjoy. Loaded bases, Zach Wise. How's it going? Good, Mason. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. We uh, we just got done with work today, and now it's time to podcast. Nice, awesome. <laughs> so, so what do you do? What is your what is your role in baseball? Um, I'm a pitcher. So, I uh, been a reliever for a long time now, since really my junior year of college, and bounced around professional baseball here a little bit. Uh, mm. spent all of last year uh, in Tacoma and AAA with the Mariners. Good place. Uh, I got to go to the Olympics yeah. <laughs> in July. So yeah, was, my role is reliever. <laughs> <laughs> how how was uh how was uh playing in the Olympics? Uh, it was really cool. It was a very unique experience, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously <clears throat> stadiums were empty, so the games I don't want to say like didn't have the overwhelming effect that you would have hoped but yeah it's still just like uh the olympics are just a very unique opportunity because it's very rare in at least throughout like minor league baseball really that you're just playing and you don't even care about how you do it all like you're just literally in this for the team for winning um you know sometimes like you know in triple a baseball if your team wins 10 nothing but you went 0 for 4 4 strikeouts like you're happy for the team, but that's a tough night, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. In the Olympic setting, playing with a team like that, you kind of just forget about all that, and all you really care about is winning. Um, and so getting to play with those guys, especially, like, the road we took to get there, uh, yeah. you know, was – we were, like, you know, I don't want to say – we were just – it was a very unique team. We had guys currently playing, not playing, retired all-stars, guys yeah. who hadn't played, you know, any affiliated ball. It was just a – it was – just a mix of guys and everyone worked really hard and well and ended up in just like their own, you know, unique space to, to make that team. So that going about with those boys was a very unique experience. I would say, yeah. Cause I, I remember, um, a following, following you guys like playing. And, uh, I mean, like, cause I would, I would wake up early and it would, it, it would be so much fun to watch. Yeah, no, the games were awesome and they were competitive. And I think we were better than people gave us credit for, which is cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, we. I think, you know, I think we could have won a medal. Um, it just didn't work out that way. But I don't think people people who took us lightly, you know, I don't. I think paid for that. So. Yeah, hundred percent. And say you, you guys, you guys had a pretty a, a pretty tough uh, pool too. I mean, we were just you know we're playing the world one through five <laughs> teams, and nobody's thinking about Team Israel and. And then here we are. So yeah, it was just the whole experience was really special being in the village and just being like around people who, you know, this is what they've waited for, for four years or their entire life. And these moments yeah. are so big getting to sit and watch some of the events. We weren't allowed to travel to events, but even like mm. in the rec room and watching these people compete with other athletes was really cool. You know? Yeah. And, and it was just, it was just different. Something you'll never get to be a part of again, obviously. So that's something I, I definitely value. Yeah. Cause you, 
I mean, like if you think about it, like like you were in the area of like the world's top athletes. Right, exactly. That's what's kind of crazy is like you're sitting in the dining hall and like, you know, there's let's like literally like, oh, that's the best judo person in the world. That's the <laughs> fastest person in the world. That's the highest jumper in the world. Like, you know, it's like was there anyone that you wild. saw like that you were just like, holy shit, that's that's so and so. Um seeing Yao Ming in person is a trip. Oh no that guy's way. So big. Yeah, he was in the village. That was a trip because he's just so big. Like it's not even like think about the biggest person you've ever seen and then like go up another six inches. <laughs> that <laughs> I could even imagine like just like seeing Yao Ming like right yeah. there. It was funny. And, and you know, most of the athletes, like there's some tall athletes, but there's a lot of like gymnasts and shorter athletes. And yeah, but no one's like, like hilarious. I wouldn't say I if if I remember like I would say because I've seen a picture of like Yao Ming next to like Shaq like and Yao was yeah. huge still. Yeah. That was that was a trip. <laughs> so how was the uh so so let's go back more. So when you're younger, uh were you always wanting to be a professional baseball player? Um, yeah, I did. There's like a funny video clip that my parents have somewhere from like first grade where, you know, they give out like monthly awards. Maybe it's kindergarten. I don't know. Yeah. And I won like the academic award for the month. And my principal's like, Zach, if you want to be, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, oh, I want to be a major league baseball player. And she's like, well, okay, Zach, this is an academic award. Like, what do you want to be if you can't be that? And I was like, a minor league baseball player. <laughs> and then she's like, Zach, give us something. And I was like, okay, I guess my dad's a lawyer. I was like, okay, I guess I'll be a lawyer like my dad. So I haven't made it to, I haven't made it to lawyer yet, but <laughs> hopefully we dodge that one for a while longer. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've always wanted to do. Hey, well, that's, Hey, well, that works and say, cause you made, you did make your MLB debut. Yeah, I did in How? 2018. Yeah, that was, uh, I believe it's April, April 18th. Uh, somewhere in there middle of april oh. I, I did see that it was uh tough yeah day. tough day <laughs> cool day but a tough day it was uh obviously it was an amazing experience to yeah you know get that opportunity and, and get to be you know one of a select few major leaguers T- tough day results wise but hey as oh, that's well. gone by as that's gone by and you know it's been a few years now I'm more grateful for the opportunity and look forward to getting back as opposed to assessing it based on, you know, one, one bad day of pitching. Yeah. See, it's, I mean, like, like that's baseball though. I mean, like you're going to have bad days. Yeah. They tend to not be this bad, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, well, like, like, so what was like the first thing that you did? Like when you got that call, like saying like, Hey, like, like you're getting called up. Like what happened? Yeah, so I had made the team out of camp and got sent down the second day of the year. So oh, before wow. opening day, I made um, all the calls to like my parents and grandparents and stuff, and that was really cool. To end to tell my grandpa was a very emotional thing, and my dad yeah. has been always around my career. Um, and then my family got out there, and I ended up getting sent down, so nobody had to see me throw. And then uh, when I got called back up, my dad was able to make it, and so. Yeah. He was in Cincinnati that night, and uh, it was really cool to have him there. He hasn't missed much in my career, really, ever. Um, it's awesome. Not like, an, not like an overbearing anything like that, just like a, you know, just a fan, and he loves it. And so uh, it's been really cool to have him around my whole life and, and as a part of these experiences, so I'm really glad he was there. So, yeah, it's always f- family first on those. For sure, yeah. 
They are the uh, number was, one was, fans. My my mom and my now wife and uh, one of my best friends was able to make it out uh, for opening day, but unfortunately nobody could make the the quick trip later in the year. Yeah, it it uh, oh look, my cat's like trying to bite me. Hold on. Okay, we should be good now. I apologize. <laughs> so okay, so when or actually like so so did anyone get to travel to Tokyo? Like to go watch you? No, no fans, no, no fans, no family. Not even family. Um, no, that was a bummer. My family was not stoked on that. Um, obviously, we were just happy it went off, though. We were kind of concerned that it, we weren't even going to play at all. So, while it was a bummer that nobody was there, like the concession of getting to at least play the games and have your family stay up and watch you late on TV, yeah, not great. But <laughs> at least we got to play. So yeah, because you you have things that you do off the field as well. I guess like, so tell me about like what, like what the pro list is. Yeah. Um, so that's a company I, uh, co-founded. It's been a little over a year now. Um, yeah. So it was, the idea was kind of born out of the pandemic where we were trying mm. to find the resources around us and places to throw and where to train. And it was just like everything it was, that was where it like initially started, but it was one of those things where like thinking about it and it's like, man, I've made every decision on where to train who I pitched with, what team I played for it was always just kind of like a word of mouth in the neighborhood type thing. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, people are like, get really popular. And so everyone drives two hours to go see that guy. But, you know, a lot of times there's very useful tools in your backyard, or if you need access to, you know, throwing bullpens on a rap soda with good video, like maybe I don't yeah. have to drive two hours to find that. So our goal is to build a platform that let you know, different coaches, strength trainers, uh, medical professionals basically like showcase themselves as it applies to baseball and softball so that athletes could make better informed decisions. Um, we didn't really find anything that like allowed us to know what we were getting ourselves into often. And, uh, you know, aside from an Instagram, I guess, but our goal was to provide athletes with good information so that, you know, a five-year-old who's looking for a local hitting coach could find something as well as oh, a nice. big leaguer who's on vacation and needs to throw a pen in wherever and needs a, you know, rap soto data, whatever it may be. Like we, yeah. our goal was to make that accessible for everyone. So yeah, we built a, it's uh, we, we call it like a Yelp for athletics, um, yep. but with the profiles being very specific and very tailored to information you'd want in baseball and softball. Yeah. Cause there's, I mean, like, cause I've heard stories of people like during the pandemic, like they had to be super creative like on like how to stay in shape. I mean, like the minor yeah. leaguers and I, it was just like, I mean, because you didn't have like a season, so right. you had to be creative. And so, yeah. like, so what did you do like to stay ready to go? I have like a few dumbbells here at the house. Fortunately, I live in Southern California. So we were able to get outside um, and go down and like go to the park, bring, yeah. you know, we had some 25s and add weight, just like find weight. Yep. Uh, I remember early on, like I was like, my wife was like on my shoulders, like we were lunging. I don't know. Just, like, <laughs> used, used her as weight for a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, we we did get we got creative. I don't know. You get a lot done at a playground though, um, with like as far as like using swings and pull up bars and things like that, like TRX type. And then I had like bands. So we did get creative. Um, we were able to get outside though, which was nice. And then, uh, but yeah, this this was kind of. The idea kind of started there, but then when we were like thinking about it further, of like, man, I can't find anything right now. My answer was like, I never know where to look to find anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> see if we can solve that problem. So, yeah, because uh, let's say because uh, I went down to Santa Monica in, I think, in August, 
and then like so we went like to like the park like right by there and i and like there was tons of people like just like working out i mean like with like random random things yeah and and that was it it like it kind of like sparked an idea i was like you know what like if you really want something like you can do it you just gotta have the resources yeah if you don't well if you don't want to do it you don't have to go outside if you need the perfect gym to get in and get something done oh no then it's not gonna work but there's 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 an option usually there is always an option yeah so what so what are you doing right now i mean let's say let's say like in the off season like what's your what's your big goals yeah so um I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm a free agent now, hopefully Mm -hmm. have something done here relatively soon um, and get a chance to go to spring training with somebody and hopefully make a club next year. So, I mean, I'm kind of in a normal baseball off season um, lifting uh, and doing, I haven't really thrown thrown yet, but that'll start here very shortly. Um, But yeah, kind of just, I don't know. I've got a few things that I would like to prioritize pitching wise. Yeah. Um, I've made some good adjustments over the last year and a half, and I think it's time now to kind of take those adjustments and run with them. So um, as opposed to really searching this off season, I'm going to spend more time trying to like refine what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I have a good idea of where I want to get to uh, come spring training and hopefully find an opportunity with somebody to, to showcase that. So yeah. Cause like, I wish I knew that you played for Tacoma because I would have drove two hours. Like, yeah. Like I drove like two hours to come watch you play. <laughs> Where are you? Uh, I'm in Yakima. Oh, that's far. Yeah. I mean, I, it's played, like, I played out there. I never played in Yakima. But I played out in Wenatchee a year okay. out of high school in the West Coast League. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to uh, Wenatchee Valley College, like, like for baseball. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so you must have played. Yeah. Maybe I mean, I, so we would have played. I did know that. Maybe I did know that. You played for Ed Nags, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was my he was my coach of that team, manager of that team. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it, it 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 it's it's a small world. It's a yeah. it's, it's definitely a small world. No, there is a um, yeah yeah like so I uh I t- I texted uh a guy earlier than I said like that I have a podcast with you tonight. And he goes, oh yeah, no, like I watched Zach play in high school. <laughs> I was like, what? Who's that? Uh, t- uh, Tony Capicelli. Where would I know him from? Uh, uh, so he's from, uh, Huntington beach. So he coaches, um, so he is rookie ball for the LA Dodgers now. Gotcha, yeah. Okay. So he coaches for them, but yeah, no, like, cause he remembers like watching you play in high school. That's I'm funny. like, dude, this is a small, small world. Yeah. Southern California yeah, baseball is pretty big network and, but everyone yeah. like, tends to know each other as you keep going. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, I think just, like that guy alone, like has seen or watched like so many people. It's it's insane. That's nuts. So yeah, there's. I think, I think this is like actually the third guy in a row that I've talked to from Southern California. Honestly, <laughs> like for the podcast. Really? Yeah, we got. Yeah, it's it was it. It's wild. Oh, there is. Uh, oh, I was gonna ask. Oh yeah. Okay. So so. Were you on the roster for the Rainiers when, when the whole Adani Walton uh, fight? Oh, yeah, it wasn't Donnie's fault. Oh, well, I know. I mean, <laughs> like I had Donnie like on the podcast too, and then I asked him like the whole entire thing, and then I got 
and then I got like his side of the story. Yeah. Now, like from being the bullpen, like I want to hear y- your side of the story for that one. Um, I mean, when we saw the ball go up and saw what Ramos did, I had a feeling <laughs> the benches were going to clear. Um, I hadn't been there. I was at the Olympics. I think there had been a prior oh, issue. Oh, yeah. And I was at the Olympics prior to that, so I wasn't aware of that. Um, but, you know, even in the moment, had there been no prior issue, that, uh, I don't know, his his demeanor was sort yeah. of building that up the whole time, kind of just playing against him regularly. He's kind of that hyper guy like that, trying to, I don't want to call him an instigator, but he's kind of an instigating type personality <laughs> with other teams yeah um so yeah i I don't know i wasn't i don't want to say i was surprised when we found ourselves running in but i definitely wouldn't put that on don donnie i think donnie kind of was like uh he's he's donnie's a great guy to have on your team he's the guy yeah donnie's a guy in your corner and i that was not i don't put that on don at all donnie i think donnie did the more mature thing (laughs) i mean i wouldn't have expected any less like for that i mean Okay, like as a pitcher, like if someone did that to you, you would have been pissed too. I'm like not anti pimp job by any means. Like, do you oh, yeah, think yeah, you got yeah. me? I'm not like anti that, but um, I felt like that one was intentionally to disrespect the other yeah. team. And like it was not a look at me moment, it was an F these guys moment, you know? Oh. And that's a little different that you can, you can hit a bomb and showboat and have it be like a fun for you thing. And I really don't have an issue with that, but if you make it about me, which is kind of what that was doing, you he could say it's not, but I don't really buy that. Then it's a little different. Yeah. It, it was, uh, it was super interesting. Like I watched that and I was like, <laughs> that's a rough one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that was, uh, I don't put that on the Rainiers. Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, there we go. No, so let, let's uh, let's uh, wrap it up a little bit. So Zach, okay, so so let's say that there is a little kid that wants to be a professional baseball player, mm-hmm. and everyone else is saying, "Well, no, like that's not that is not possible." What right. would you t- what would you tell that little kid? Um. This is kind of my MO with anything is yeah. you have to like know what you want and you have to be real about what you're doing. So if you have this dream of being a professional baseball player, but you're not really doing everything to make it happen, yeah, you shouldn't really do it because it's just too challenging. There's too many, too many other guys want it. It's a popular dream. Yeah. It's hard, oh, yeah. It's hard to stick around. You know, you have to be talented, but you also have to continue to improve. But that being said, if it's what you want, that's all it's going to make you happy. So then, so my advice would be, if it's what you want to do and you're serious with yourself, commit everything to it and go do it. Be serious with yourself. Don't like lie to yourself and say you did enough when you didn't do enough, you know, or don't think that, oh, that player did that. So that's how I'm going to get there. It might not be your path, you know? Yeah. Um, So kind of my MO with any of this stuff is if you're serious about it, then hundred percent, you should pursue it because I think it's, what's going to make you happy. But if you but but don't don't like lie to yourself and start taking yeah. out. But be anyway, honest, would, be honest, I, you know, and just I've, go you've for it. Played with plenty of guys who want who, or who talk a big game about things, and I'm I'm kind of a culprit of this in other aspects of my life where yeah. I'm not like super passionate about things. So I'll say I want to do them, and then I'll start them, and I don't finish <laughs> them because it's not really what I'm committed to. 
Yeah. Right. And it's kind of a waste of time. But if but I never feel that way about baseball because I love it and I think I'm good at it and it's what I want to do. And so I never feel this waste of time with that. So I just think it's important that kids are real with themselves. And if it's what you want to do, man, by all means, you should go because it's fulfilling. It's fun. It's a joy to do when it's going good. And even the grind when it sucks, I don't yep. hate. Um, but 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 make sure you want it. And if you do, then you go. So, yeah, baseball is more than just a game. It's a. Uh... It's a lifestyle. What yeah. can we say? <laughs> well, think, yeah. So I don't want that, to. Did that sound discouraging? I don't want to. No. Oh, no, no, people. no, no, no. Oh, no. That <laughs> I'm is just trying to be real with you. <laughs> hey, see, and that's what I like. And that's what I like about, I guess, like, like my podcast is that, like, I want people to be real instead of just like the fake, fake about it. I like the real answers and I like the real situations and, and they're like the real stories. Yeah. And Zach, you nailed it. Thank <laughs> thank you so much of for course, being on. Nancy. Well, have a great night. You too, man. It was nice to meet you. Oh and, yeah, you uh, too. It's funny about Wenatchee, but uh yeah, give <laughs> give the more than baseball guys my best. Always, always. Thank you so much. Of course. Take care, man. All right, have a good night.